Good evening and namaste everyone. Uh, it's July. Today, it's again, it's our monthly online gathering, um, the Ayurveda Online. So I hope that you all have a very nice weekend till now. Uh, today, just like last time that I'll record this one, instead of uh, you couldn't catch it, or but you're very interested in this topic. So today's topic okay. is body work, Ayurvedic body work. That is also called Kaya Chikitsa in Ayurveda. Kaya is your body and Chikitsa is a management. So when we talk about Kaya Chikitsa or when we talk about the body work, in Ayurveda field, it is very important to know that Panchakarma is actually part of the body work. Or let's say the body work is all centered by Panchakarma and then we do different kind of body work to prepare the Panchakarma, to make the Panchakarma treatment more smooth. Okay, so before I start, I'd like to introduce myself in case you don't know me yet. My name is July Huang. Originally, I'm from Taiwan, and but I've been opening, uh, running my Ayurvedic clinic in Trondheim for um, almost five or six years. And then um, I'm also teaching uh, Ayurveda and yoga, and also yoga nidra and tantra, uh, tantra uh, tantric hatha yoga. And uh, we are also, I'm also now cooperating with some institute in outside Norway, in America or in India to over the professional training. We are going to launch the more detail very soon. So stay tuned. Okay. So, Kaya Chikitsa. We said that the body work, you maybe heard about Panchakarma is one of the Ayurvedic treatment or one way or the main Ayurvedic treatment when we talk about... Um, cleansing, when we talk about rebalancing. And then to prepare our body to be able to take that one or few or all of those five treatments, it is very important, or the five actions, it is very important to prepare our body to strengthen our body because not everyone could tolerate, like no matter the high dose of oil in your nose or high dose of decoction in your nose, or even the anema or the anemia or even the purgation. Not everyone can actually do it. So if you do it without preparation, that might actually um, cause some vata imbalance. And also very important thing is because we are going to give you a lot of herbal oil. So it is very important before we start the panchakarma, we actually need to balance to strengthen your acne and also to remove your ama or reduce your ama. That's the reason why we, I say that um, before I talk about that, when we talk about Panchakarma, it is important we have three parts, three phases. The first phase is mainly use herbs and diet change to strengthen your acne and also remove the ama. And that's actually related to one of important thing that when you go to any treatment room or so-called Ayurvedic spa, no matter in India or in other country for massage or for treatment, it is very important for you to remember there are some moments you shouldn't take it. If your practitioner is or if the physician or the therapist is well trained, they will ask you to make sure if you are in those conditions. If you are in those conditions, we wouldn't touch you. We will want you to go home and then do some self-care first, strengthen your acne before we can do the massage to you, no matter which one. Okay, so those things that you should pay attention is that if you are actually have fever or if you are in an acute stage of inflammation, locally or whole bodily, 
because if these two things, one of these two things are happening, that means your ama, your acne might be low, and then your ama, the toxin or the indigested material might be high inside you. And then if by chance we give you, if we give you oil, that will cause some issue. Unless you are going to receive the dry treatment. If the treatment you are going to give, you are going to receive is dry treatment, then this one is fine. But if you are going to receive the wet treatment, this one is really a precaution that we I really would like to remind you as a client. And then the other situation I want you to, uh, we would like you to take care uh, to, rem um, to remember is pregnancy. The first three months of pregnancy, we basically don't do whole body massage on you. And then the eighth month, we also don't do that because well, first three months is because the pregnancy is still not so stable. And then the whole body massage might cause the energy imbalance and then might cause some miscarriage. And then the eighth month is a very special month that we say the energy doesn't, or the nutrition or the oil just doesn't just move from mother to baby. Sometimes it also moves back from baby to mother. So anything could happen when this transition is happening or when this exchange is the direction of the energy flow is changing. So if you do massage, oil massage, or dry massage, we don't give to pregnant mothers during pregnancy. We mainly do the oil massage. But if you do it during the eighth month, then that might be a little bit risky. Okay. Another one thing, one timing that we don't give is actually the menstruation. During the menstruation time, we want the menstrual flow goes down and smooth. But if you did a full body oil massage, that might cause some... Um, can cause the energy imbalance and then might have something, might influence your menstru uh, menstrual flow. Or my experience is my client will report me that they have headache, very serious headache afterwards. I'll consider it of one um, as one of the vata imbalance. Yeah. So here I'm talking about Abhyanga you go to, you receive when you're in the clinic or in the spa because there we use a lot of oil and then we do follow certain stroke of direction. Okay, so remember if you are during those situations, even if your the masseur didn't ask you, you have to tell them and then let them make the decision. Okay, good. So we say that as I promised that today I'll talk about the style of the body treatment. What are they? There are so many names on my website, many people get confused. There are so many, what should I take? Okay. And then I'll also talk about the quality, how to judge if it's a good quality one or so-so one. And then the third thing that I'm going to talk about is some misunderstanding happening um, toward people about Ayurvedic body treatment. Okay, so the first thing that about the styles, we say that in the Ayurvedic treatment, or especially the body treatment or body work, we have two ways to do two segments one is called langana that is like reducing and then the other one reducing or um, more like burning reducing correcting and then the other one is called brahmana that is more like a uh, calming and also nourishing and also um 
Both are balancing actually, but more nourishing in a way. You maybe heard about Shodana and Shamana. Shodana is more toward the Langana category and Shamana sometimes is, Shamana is calming and Shodana is cleansing. So Shodana is mainly under the Langana and Shamana is either under the Langana or the Brahmana. Depends on the formulation we take. I know the Sanskrit name might make you confused, but I, it's just some simple things I would like to mention. Okay. What you could, what will interest you is that just to think about in Ayurveda, we do two kinds of treatment, two big categories. One is the dry one. Another one is the wet one. Okay. So the dry one, the dry one is like, usually the dry one we give to people who have not so good circulation and then have not so good appetite and then have not so good digestion and then the toxin in the body is quite high so we want to use a dry one to bring up the heat bring up the acne and also to loosen up uh, to loosen up those toxins in different body parts okay so the dry one for example one is called gashana Gashana is, um, in Asia we do that as well. Here in Asia, I'm not talking about India. I'm talking about like uh, China, Taiwan, Thailand, and also Japan. Gashana is, we have something like Gashana that we call the dry towel massage. Maybe I remember when I was, when I live in Switzerland, people also do that in cold day when they sense that the circulation uh, becomes slower. So the gashana, what we do, we don't use a dry towel, we don't use a hard dry towel, we use the silk. It's a glove either in silk form, uh, in made by silk or made by cotton. And then we use the masseur, we actually wear the glove, and then to massage you without oil, without any liquid, without any other media, just directly massage on you work on you and it's usually to bring up the circulation so the direction the stroke of the direction is usually toward the heart and then i over that in my clinic but um not just let you order for fun because if usually if your skin is very sensitive and also if you have open wound then we need to be very careful but gashana you can do it by yourself as well with the dry towel and then just remember when you do it you do it from your away um, from the outside part toward the heart and it's a little bit like the brush massage as well that some people do at home okay and then it is also very good if you come to the clinic then usually the stroke we made will also be quite good for people who have the edema or water retention especially those water retention there are many kind of water retention or edema in, in ayurveda there's one kind which is a kapha imbalance or ama related and those kind of edema is that when you press the swollen part it actually sink down and then after you remove your hands it's continue sink down it will take a long time to come back so those kind of edema gashana will help a lot the dried the um glove massage will help a lot and then we also have another dry massage, which is called powder massage. So this one is we put, we spray different kind of herbal powder on your skin. And then very quickly doing this kind of movement or this kind of movement to loosen up those energy imbalance, energy which was stick under certain tissue and then move them, move them, let them free them, let them flow back. Um, to their home base or 
to your certain part of your GI channel so that you can release them when going to toilet. So that's another one. And then we usually choose the powder, the herbal powder depends on your skin type and also the situation. It is very good for circulation. It is very, very good for skin care. I have many clients after they took that, their skin become like, they told me, oh, it's like I have baby skin now. And then it is also quite good for like um, rough skin. And if you have rough skin, then I will choose some herbs, which is more moisture and even mix with a little bit, just a little bit herbal oil. Yeah, just to moisture the area and also remove the dead skin. Okay, it is also very good for sometimes for certain kind of inflammation or swollen. Okay, and then other dry treatment we also have is so-called the dry Svedana. Svedana is sweating, a way for you to sweat. So the dry Svedana, it means the dry method for you to sweat, such like put you under the direct sunshine. So it's a dry way to make you sweat or wrap you with a lot of towels or warm towel or like warm blanket to make you sweat and or wrap you and then put you next to the fire. And then another kind is actually almost like the Turkish bath. Like um, if you go to the hammam, but this kind of is just the hot stone. So you have a warm stone and then your body is on the warm stone to make you sweat without the steam. If it's with the steam, then that's already the dry treatment. Uh, sorry, the wet treatment. So we use the warm stone to make you lie in there. And then in Japan, they have a kind of sand bath. That is, um, you, are, you are on the kimono, and then, uh, not kimono, sorry, you are on the yukata. Those kind of thin layer of almost look like kimono, but thinner one, which only one, one layer. Kimono has a lot of layers. So you wear one uh, yukata or underwear, and then lying in the board, and then they will use a hot sand to cover you, and then you are staying there to sweat. So in Ayurveda, we have something similar as well, and it's under the dry treatment. It's mainly for detoxing, bring up the fire inside you, help you to sweat, and also bring up the circulation, because it helps you to sweat, so it's also not so bad for the skin. Okay. And then we also have another kind, it's called the smoke. We use a smoke as well, herbal smoke, not a herbal steam, we use a herbal smoke. And this kind of herbal smoke, we usually use for local treatment, like uh, some situation with the nose or some situation with the ear, or like if there is some uh, open wound, we might use that as well. And also uh, here I'm talking about the external treatment. Today I'm talking about external treatment you might receive in clinic, or in Ayurvedic spa. Okay, so we also use this herbal smoke to sting women's uh, genital area as well for certain situation, and then, but that is more a medical care. And then we also do the, and this one, those one has to, this one, the smoke on the genital area has to be given by a practitioner or doctor. Okay. And then we also do the smoke on certain skin area, like the swollen situation I just mentioned. Sometimes smoke will work very well. Okay. And also we have uh, the bowl. Oh, let me check if in my book we have the picture so it's easier for you to understand. So in Ayurveda, we do the bowl. You maybe see different kind of bowls and then you might wonder what's inside. So here with the dry one, we use, this, we use uh, 
we have one thing called Chuna Pindas Vedana. That is, we wrap the herbal powder. We first have to fry and heat up the herbal powder, and then we wrap them in a bowl, and then use that bowl to uh, work on either whole body or the problem area. And then we will keep warming up the bowl so that to make sure the bowl is always warm. But the thing that we work on you is totally dry. So your skin is dry in the end. And then we also have another dry one. So the same bowl that we usually use for the same bowl we usually use with herbal powder, you can also put sand inside. And this sand, we want the sand from the sandings, sandy beach, and then that is actually under direct sunshine for many days. So that it also receives the also receive the energy from the sun. So the bowl looks like this. This thing. So you will see that we use a bowl to work on you. Sometimes we use one, sometimes we use two. Depends on what we put in the bowl, the way we wrap it will be a little bit different. Okay. And then we, so these are like those dry um, treatment we give. But in Ayurveda, maybe you, most of you already heard and also you maybe know the symbol of Ayurveda, the God, the divine symbol of Ayurveda is actually the Davantari. And in Davantari, in his statue, he has four hands. In one hand, he actually carry a pot. Inside that pot is oil. So when we talk about Ayurvedic treatment, most of the people directly think about is the oil. Yes, we use a lot of oil, but we don't just use the oil for the wet treatment. I'll first talk about the wet Svedana, the wet way to make you sweat. So if you ever come to my place, then you know the big box I have in my treatment room that you sit inside. People, first impression is always, a, oh my gosh, it's like the torture box, <laughs> but it's actually a steam box. So you are going to sit in the steam box and then we'll put in the steam into the box, but your head will be outside. So the whole body apart from the head is actually surrounded by the steam. And then we sometimes use pure water. Sometimes we will use some herbal tea, depends on what's the situation. And then sometimes in the herbal tea, we might even have some oil inside. Okay. The reason why we keep the head away from the heat is because in Ayurveda tradition, it is very important we say that the head has to stay cool when the feet has to stay warm. If you do it opposite, then you'll get sick. Yeah. And also in head, um, we have like in the brain, you have pitta energy and then in the eyes, you also have pitta energy. So that if these two areas have, um, have too much heat inside, then you'll trigger the pitta energy locally, might cause some issues. So for a certain situation, like you have, we have to use herbal smoke for the nose or for the mouth area that you have to inhale the smoke or like um, the ear area, we always covered here and also have some protection here and here. Wet protection with certain herbal tea or herbal water to make sure this area is still cooling down. Okay, to protect. Okay, so apart from that one, <laughs> we also have some other wet, like uh, steam-wise, we have the full body steam. We also have so-called the Nadi Svedana. Nadi is a threat. It's like some, most of the yogis, you heard about the nadi, it's like the, the tube or the channel. So nadi svedana means that we use the nadi where we use a 
tube to spread the steam on you. So it's either locally on one area. For example, some people, they have very dry skin certain area. Then we can make the um, herbal tea and then spray it on that area. Or for some people, they have very, um, they only have, it is a little bit more, uh, more technique. Like um, I have client that she's pregnant. So I shouldn't massage on her, but she has a very, very, very serious swollen on the joint on the ankle. So what I do is that I make the herbal tea and then use a Nadi Svedana, use a tube and only spray on the joint area to reduce, to locally apply some heat there together with the herbal tea to reduce the heat there. Because during pregnancy, we don't do the dry treatment. That's not so good. Unless the situation is we need to take care of the mother, we need to prioritize the mother. Then we might use the dry treatment. Okay. And then we, um, yeah, so this is that, uh, the Nadi Svedana is another kind of steam. And then we also have some other wet way to make you sweat, like the Pinda Svedana, the big bowl, the bowl, the bowl, like this. I will show um, some people, if you keep following my website, you maybe already see that there's something look like this and this. Okay, so it's a towel, we wrap different things inside. Actually, yesterday I gave uh, two. Jambinda uh, Pinda Svedana. Jambinda is the lemon. So that treatment is that we wrap lemon together with some other herbs and, the, and also material, we wrap it together. We first have to fry them to make them cook together. And then we wrap it and then we use certain kind of herbal oil and warm one and then cook the bowl in the herbal oil and then take the herbal oil and then do it on your body. Either full body under or the certain area. And then we also have the Patra Pinda Svedana. Patra is the leaves. So we will collect different kind of herbal, fresh herbal leaves or the dry herbal leaves. And then we have to fry them together and then we wrap them and then cook the bowl in the herbal oil and then uh, stem the herbal oil on you. And uh, oh, everything in this bowl will actually came out to the oil and also goes into your body as well. And then we also have another one, it's called Shastika Pindasvedana. Some people come to me and for this. Just when the Jambinda and also Patra Pindasvedana, when the leaves one and also the lemon one is to reduce, okay, is to open up, to reduce, to bring you more energy. I wouldn't say bring you more energy, but because they bring the heat. So that will make you very more awake. The Shastika Pindasvedana is herbal rice. So we actually cook the rice. It's a very special right breast, uh, red rice from Kerala. Very, very hard to find, but they are very nourishing. So we cook them together with milk and then together with um, herbs, which is chosen herbs. Traditionally, we use bala. And bala is a herb that strengthens you, but a little bit not so easy to digest. So you need to cook it when you take it, okay. So we cook this herbal rice with the milk and then afterwards we will cook more milk. And then when we do the treatment, we actually wrap the rice in a bowl and then we dip the milk and then dip it and uh, stamp it on your body. This treatment is very good to nourishing the muscle, especially for people who have muscle wasting and also depletion. But after this treatment, usually people will get very tired, might get very tired for like three, four days because 
Most of the people nowadays, they think, oh, I need to be awake, that means I'm energetic. But some treatment will help you to sleep, will help you to rest, because the sleeping and rest is a natural, it's a natural way our body restores the energy. So is the Shastika Pindasvedana. Mm, there are some people who came to me with a CFS or ME, the chronic fatigue situation, that because their, their fatigue situation is so chronic, so their muscles start to, they don't have any muscle at all, they have physical pain, really pain, they couldn't use their body so well, then I gave them this and that works very well. And also for some mothers who had like a uh, trauma type um, delivery or during delivery they lost a lot of blood and then postnatal time they couldn't really have a well rest. So afterwards they are always very tired and no energy and then I sometimes also give them this. But to give them this we need to make sure their acne function. Okay, otherwise this might make them too passive and they need a long time to come back. They might not like it. Okay. So here are those rice bowls. So, so far I mentioned the rice bowl. Uh, uh, here I make, those are the bowl treatment. So in this bowl, we wrap the rice, we can have herbal rice, and then we can have leaves, and then we can have uh, different herbal powder, and then we can have sand, we can have lemon and other herbs mixed together. That's actually one reason why most of the Ayurvedic treatment room look like a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> because we make things freshly. I actually have people ask me, and sometimes my husband also asks me that, why don't you just buy those, um, buy those made pre-made one from the market? I know there are some, I don't know how they make it, but I know some dealers or some practitioners, they claim that uh, you can, they sell the pre-made one. But the problem is that there's a reason why the fresh ingredients, there's a reason why we eat fresh food. And also there's a reason, that's the reason why, same as when we want to apply those ingredients on our body, we want to use a fresh one. Yeah, so the fresh one has the prana, so you also apply the prana into the client's body. At least that's what I believe. Okay, and then, and also all these things are so fresh, so we don't have to put any strange things inside them to make them stay longer. So once after the treatment, we give it back to the earth. That doesn't hurt the earth. Okay, so those are the bowl things. And then we also have other things, other wet treatment, which is like, just a second, okay. Which is like everyone heard about Abhyanka. If you ever heard about Ayurveda treatment, then you heard about Abhyanka. It's called the self. Many people think Abhyanka is self-massage, but Abhyanka, if we translate it directly, it's basically just an action with love. So if you do your daily self-Abhyanka, if every day you apply oil on your body because your Ayurvedic doctor tell you you should do that or because you read from certain book that is good for my body, then please do it with love. Because Abhyanka is an action with love. You need to feel loved in between or afterwards. So from Abhyanka, we have many different things, partly. So Abhyanka in Ayurveda, in the clinic or in the spa, it's a full body one, from your head to your toe, from side, back side, okay, and left and right. And then from here, we also separate them into park, like local Abhyanka, like you maybe heard about Shiro Abhyanka, it's, Shiro is your head, 
So Shula Abhyanka is the head massage. Mukha Abhyanka, Muk is your face. So Mukha Abhyanka is your facial massage. And then Prista Abhyanka, Prist is the back. So that's a back massage. And then Pada Abhyanka, Pada is your feet. Pad is the feet. So Pada Abhyanka is the feet massage. Sanskrit is not so difficult. <laughs> okay. So usually if you go to Ayurvedic spa, they over Abhyanka and also local Abhyanka because if you want to over Pindas Vedana, those in the bowl, the masseur has to know what to put inside. They need to have the knowledge of the formulation and also the reason, way, uh, the reason why to use that and when to use it and what to use. Okay, so if this person only on the certificate, that's the reason why usually on the certificate, it's written down which training this person is taken. I know that nowadays in Europe, many people go to India to take those three-day Ayurvedic body work training or one-week body work training, which include the training, the meal, sightseeing, um, yoga, and even massage to themselves. Okay, so real training time maybe only three hours every day or four hours every day. So if it's two days or three days, that means only 12 hours. Okay, my first Ayurvedic treatment training is, two, uh, is actually a one month, 30 day residential body work training. We work every day from eight o'clock till six o'clock, training every day. And every day we give at least two times Abhyanka, receive twice Abhyanka. And then we only, during that 30 days, we only learn Abhyanka. Why? because you need to know which oil to use, how to do it, what kind of stroke you are going to give, how to adjust the stroke. Are we, am I going to go hard? Am I going to be less hard? How smooth I'm going to do? Am I doing more circling? Am I doing more stro um, straight stroke? Or am I doing more pressure? All these things need time to practice. All these things you need experience from touching enough body to understand. Okay. So be aware when you go to a spa that they sell everything. Check what's their background, otherwise you might hurt yourself or you might not enjoy that so much. Okay. So apart from Abhyanga, apart from the Pindas Vedana, those wet treatment in Ayurveda, we also have so-called Kativasti or Kativasti. Here, the Basti is not the putting oil into your anus or into certain area of your body. This is actually external treatment. Kati means your back, your lower back. Lower back is mean it says Kati, and Kati Shula is lower back pain. And then, so Kativasti means that we are actually putting a dough on your lower back where you have for example sciatica or like uh, lower back pain or like prolapsions um, we do this treatment to smooth locally balance the vata energy and then tissue wise we smooth and nourishing the muscle tissue and also the joint tissue to open up here usually we'll stay there the oil will stay on you we keep replaced warm oil or warm oil we replace the oil because the when the oil temperature went down we need to replace it otherwise like here in my clinic i because of the temperature here room temperature here so i use a warm lamp at the same time so i don't need to change it all the time sometimes change it all the time i cause some disturbance 
it depends if it is more if the treatment if the needs of the treatment is more opening i might do more movement if the treatment needs more stabilizing i will do less movement on the cardiopathy so from cardi i'll show you the picture of cardiopathy so you know what i'm talking about okay so back to the bowl this is the bowl i'm talking about here she's making the the leaves okay let me check the bowl the sorry the cardiopathy baby for you so from the cardiopathy the same technique we also have we can put the dough on the eyes around the eyes for the eye bath so we keep pulling the warm herbal ghee uh this is the um, ayurvedic medical treatment so only doctor can give you and then we also do the oil in your ear this is also only doctor or practitioner or therapist at least take one ear training can do it okay and also we do on the back we do it on the heart we do it on your navel that's called nabi basti we do it on your lower back that's kati basti we also do it on the neck and also the shoulder blade area now actually just recently i have a client who had um after the mri it's found she has the uh, cervical spine uh, prolapsion and then uh, she came and then we did three rounds within one week and afterwards the situation really surprised her doctor a lot after they meet again for another check and then for the Jambina Pindas Vedana, uh, the one with the lemon in the bowl I also once had a client who came um, have like frozen shoulder situation and after twice it's gone and then oh, I wouldn't say it's gone sorry I couldn't use that word but she's able to move her shoulder freely okay so the kapibasti is like this so you have a dough and then we keep pulling oil inside the dough and then keep replacing the oil and then i once had a sciatica client she came to me because my uh, my treatment room is on uh, my clinic is on second floor so she really need her friend to carry her up because she the sciatica was so serious that she couldn't move and then she came she couldn't even lie on her belly because it's so painful so i have to let her stay in certain position and then i do the katibasti on her three times she walked freely she can come up by herself and go down by herself okay so we also do that on the knee on the knees so on the neck on the knees mainly the joint area some people well some school that i went they say that uh, this treatment we mainly focus on the marma point but there are some school they say no it's mainly on the joint or the problem problem area so there are these two things just for your information so we also apart from the vast the the physically busty uh busty group we also have some other thing we call it data you maybe heard about show data data means a threat something hanging <laughs> okay so show data means something hanging on your head area <laughs> okay so that treatment means you must see the picture that someone is lying on their back and then there's a pot full of oil and then there's a line a thread under that part connect from that part there's certain length of the of the rope and then the oil dripping down from there 
That is called Shrodala. Shrodala is very good for people who have like um, burnout, mainly treat the head burn out and then very stressful and then couldn't quiet down ADHD or like um, I hear I use some Western medical term but yeah you know it's just easier for you to understand like restless mind and then hard to concentrate or how to hard to build communication uh, connection with external world or like a um, sleeping issue or even people who have indigested emotional episode in their life Western medicine might call it trauma okay so those we use Shrodala to take care okay and then we also have something oh back to the Vasti we so we also have Shrodavasti Shrodavasti you sometimes might hear that that means um that means nasya that's just another name of nasya that we put oil into your nose and then another thing I forgot the name but it's the thing that you are going to wear a leather a we are going to use a letter, uh, a piece of letter, and then we'll circle it and then firm it and then put it on your head and then use some clay or some dough to f to really fasten it on your head so no oil will come out. And then we'll keep pulling warm oil in that head. That is also another, um, that's another way, um, another treatment we treat people who have those situations I just mentioned or even people who are, have gray hair or like uh, the gray hair means you're still young but you have a lot of gray hair not those you're aging so you have gray hair okay or have like uh, young people lose a lot of hair we will we might also do that it's very good for mental thing and also for the nerve and also for the brain okay again these kind of things has to be suggested by elevated practitioner or doctor okay if someone tell you hey i can do it for you but she he or she only take a few day training reconsider it okay and then we also have something called pitchly pitchly is i think in swedish massage you have something similar because when i was at that time when i was a spa journalist i went to a spa and i received it it's like we're pulling oil on your body all around depends on the situation we sometimes just use a small cotton um, towel and then keep squeeze the warm oil on your body when the situation is really bad we have to use a data so have a uh, we might use a pot hanging a pot and have a lot of warm oil inside and then use the pot to really go over your body and then we also have um, there's another way another one where oh, I forgot the name I'm sorry it's um, metal pot like a teapot but a metal one it has a special name of it and then we pour a lot of warm oil inside and then pour that oil on your body it is usually used is again a medical ayurvedic medical care and usually used for people who have like um um muscle wasted or like a dementia like you are very weak and then couldn't receive any nourishment from the food then we do this we nourish your skin and nourish your tissue with this treatment and then we also well this wet treatment till now I always you always hear me saying herbal tea or oil but we also use herbal milk 
So what we pour on people, we might use herbal milk. Sometimes might be a mix. We might sometimes mix different herbal oil together, depends on the situation. And then we even, if there's a very, very, very special treatment that only in India they do that <laughs> because it's really too smelly. It's actually a special formation, formation with herbs and with uh, sour, sunflower, some fl certain flowers to make it fermented. So in the end, we collect the fermented liquid and then pour it on your body. It is very nourishing and also, um, yeah, that's just nourish you a lot and also open up those blockage area, but it is very smelly. So usually even in India, the not, you, not so many people, not so many places do it. I know that my school, their center, the Kerala Ayurveda Center in Kerala, they do that because they have a big pot which is far, 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 far away from the gas room and treatment area, treatment room area is like a certain dark corner in the garden. <laughs> they do that thing. Yeah. Because when you are doing this treatment, the whole space will smell very sour. Yeah. Some people couldn't, couldn't stand for that smell. Okay. And then we also have, let me check, check my note. Oh, okay. And then we also have Kalari. Kalari is a very special treatment. Only in Kerala they do that. Uh, I'm not so sure if I ever talk about that. Okay, in India, they have the martial art as well. India not just have yoga, they also have martial art. And then in Kerala, it's a very hundreds years tradition that they are fighting those fighters, those warriors, they are actually fighting in a certain way. They, they were trained to do Kelala. Kelala is a uh, martial art that actually uh, has certain ceremony before they start to practice and also after they practice. And it's very, everything is very holy, just like yoga, so holy. And then most of the Kelala fighters or practitioners, um, um, people who practice Kelala, they are also, um, how to say, they also have to practice yoga to balance their mind. Okay, because a fighter only fight when it's necessary time to fight, is their policy. And then the treatment of Kelala is mainly to help those fighters after they come back or after they practice or after a war, we use these to open up their muscle to smooth the energy flow. So this is a treatment has a lot of stroke, a lot of stroke and then with oil. And then you might see it before. I learned it uh, when the client is lying on the bench and I learned it how to do it with hands. But in India, in Kerala, traditionally karate is given with feet. So it's someone standing on you and then it's holding a rope from the roof. Okay, so it's another wet treatment we give. So yes, in Ayurveda, we have a lot, a lot of treatment. Why? <laughs> because we have a lot of different situation. Not everyone can take, there's no treatment for everyone. Everyone is so unique. Every situation is so unique. So we need to carefully choose the proper treatment for the client or for the rogi, and then choose the formulation to use. Um, in Ayurveda, herbal oil, herbal tea, herbal milk, they are all a form of formulation. Okay, so we need to carefully choose the formulation or the herbs. Sometimes when 
when we need certain formulation which is not so commercial that we couldn't get from the local pharmacies, what we do is we have to make it by ourselves. Okay, that's the reason why when you go to an Ayurvedic spa, please make sure what this masseur is trained. If this masseur only know how to do Abhyanka, then please don't order other things from this person. You might hurt yourself. Yeah, okay. And then as I mentioned, any other thing than Abhyanka is kind of Ayurvedic medical care. Should be suggested or prescribed by Ayurvedic doctor or Ayurvedic practitioner. Okay. Before I become a practitioner, what I do is I work, I cooperate with Ayurvedic doctor. And then they do the diagnosis, they do the assessment, and then suggest the treatment, and then I do it. Because I first finished my degree as a Ayurvedic therapist. It was, uh, I spent one and a half year to finish them. So that include food suggestion, include body work, include the treatments. Okay, there's another one I didn't mention so far, that is called Marma. Marma treatment is a little bit like acupuncture treatment, but uh, sorry, acupuncture pressure, uh, those, I'm not talking about the needles, I'm talking about the acupuncture point. Uh, how to say, Marma point we say is an energy point. So what you apply on that energy point is important. We sometimes use a dry, we just use the hand touch, and then we sometimes might chant, do the chanting inside us. We sometimes might ask the client to breathe with us. We sometimes might use oil. If you ever read Dr. Farsang uh, last book, he likes to use essential oil on Mama Point. It's not really necessary, but he likes to use that. And he also likes to use the uh, different colors on the Mama Point. It's not necessary, but he likes it. Okay. So, Mama Point is very special. And usually when we give Mama Point, we also combine with Abhyanka. But, it's a very big study. If you go to a Ayurvedic spa, they claim they can do Marma point massage for you, question it. Okay, because usually it is only given, this training is only given to practitioner for a full-time therapist trainer, uh, training or to doctor. Even practitioners, uh, sorry, even the therapist might not be so well known about, so well trained by that. Because it is your energy point. You don't want anyone to damage it. Okay. Even if this person damage it, this person should know how to bring you back. Okay. So here is the first part of what I would like to talk about, about the body work, the style of the body work. So the second part is the quality of the body work. How can you know if you have a, if you receive a good quality one? Okay, very interestingly, I always tell people that never measure the quality of the treatment right after the treatment. Why? Because right after treatment, most of the people feel, oh, it's so good, it's so nice. Judge it the next day after you wake up. Do you feel refreshed? Do you feel recharged? Do you sleep well? That is a very good sign. To check if the quality is good because if this person choose a proper treatment with proper formulation with proper technique then it will help you no matter we have to clean you or nourish you or balancing you okay 
So that's the first thing that you can check. And then, of course, it is important to check how is the masseur or the body worker or the therapist knowledge. Depends on how much this person can introduce the treatment to you. If this person knows what he or she is doing, then he can inter this person will be able to tell you if it's good or good or bad for you. In my clinic, many people they book a Bianca and then they come and I check them and say, I'm sorry, I have to return you because today your situation, if I give you a Bianca, it's not good for you. Okay, in the beginning of this webinar, I talk about who and in which situation we don't give a Bianca. If you missed it, please check the recording later. Okay. So this is very important. So the person who give it should understand the technique, understand the reason why to give the technique, and also the formulations, and also you as the receiver. How can this person know you as a receiver? From talking to you from the moment you enter the treatment room, we already know who you are. Oh, sorry, not who you are, but what you are. Like what is your situation? What might be your background? The way you walk, usually if people have certain discomforts, they walk in a special way or they take off their clothes in a special way, they move on to their massage bench in a special way. We'll be able to see that. And also by touching your feet, by touching your head and your palms, we know what's, the, what's wrong inside you. It's the skin, um, we, can, we can observe so many things just by seeing or touching it. And it is the experience and also the knowledge of the masseur or the body worker or the therapist or the practitioner. Yeah. In India, according to, the, well, according to some of their tradition, if this person, physician, is from a highest level of, you know, the Indian, they have different levels, usually those highest level people, they don't touch others. Okay, they don't touch others. That's the reason why many Ayurvedic doctors, they don't give treatment. That's another reason why in India, therapists and doctors and practitioners, sometimes they don't go to the same school. Hmm. Actually, I have a classmate, she's from India, but she works in Hong Kong. She's a practitioner. And then she keeps telling me that, yeah, sometimes drive me crazy. She keeps complaining that, oh, I really would like to learn how to do panchakarma, how to, how to do all those things. But if I do it, my husband will divorce, will leave me, will divorce because he's, he comes from the highest level and now I'm the part of family, so I should behave like them. Yeah, okay. It's just for you to know in India, they have this tradition. Okay, so we say that another way to check the quality is if the treatment is smooth, smooth means the person who gives you the treatment doesn't have so many break in between. Sometimes when the masseur or the body worker is not so sure what they are doing, you can feel from their touch, they might move like this. And they breathe, they don't breathe together with their movement. If it's a therapist or a practitioner or a body worker, they know what they are doing, it's just like dancing when they are doing the Abhyanka or any treatment because they know very well. They also understand their breath will influence the whole treatment. So by their touching, you can also feel it. And then also if the touching and the whole treatment give the feeling that they do care. Many body workers, not just Ayurvedic body workers, many body workers, I've met so many, I interviewed so many. 
those very successful ones, they really look and talk at you, with you in a way that they do care about this person in front of them. And some work in a way like, oh, okay, it's your turn, you come, blah, 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 very robotic, and okay, doing this, doing this, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, that's what I learned from my school, okay, now I finish, you can leave. So this is one way to tell the quality as well. And also, if this body worker is flexibility enough, doesn't mean that that person's body is flexible. I'm talking about if this person have if this person have enough knowledge, if this person work with love and care, then this person will understand some of your request is necessary in your situation. And if this person is also smart enough and brave enough to reject some of the request. Okay. There are many people who might give you request which is not so nice. Okay. Then the person has to know how to protect themselves and say no. Good. And then the last part I would like to talk about, I would like to cover today is about the misunderstanding about Ayurvedic treatment. First of all, Many people I met here, they told me, oh, can you not do deeper? I like to enjoy the pain. I want a very, 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 very deep massage. The thing is, <laughs> if you want a very, 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 very deep massage, don't order Abhyanka. As I mentioned, Abhyanka is a treatment with love, with care. Do you think a mother who loves the baby will press, will, will will stretch the baby very hard. No, we touch you with love, with care, we nourish you, we oily you. So if you really like to have a very deep treatment, take the Pindasvedana, take those with the bowl. Because with the bowl, we'll really want to open you up, so we'll really go a bit deeper on certain area. And then, basically in Ayurveda, we don't really do hard treatment. Even those the dry treatment might not be so hard. Like um, I know people are used to like Thai massage or Swedish massage that you really go very deep, or like sport massage you really go very deep. But in Ayurveda, also my experiences, if I don't have to make you feel painful but give you the same result, why do you want to suffer? <laughs> right? If I can stretch your muscle without making you feel pain, why should I make you feel painful? If I can make you more awakened, if I can bring up your energy without making you pain, why, without making you feel painful, why should I do that? So please forget no pain, no gain, this thing. Because in Ayurveda, we use different oils. Some oil will nourish you, make you more uh, easy to fall asleep. Some oil will help you bring your fire so you feel more strengthening. So why just pain? Okay, why just deep? Sometimes do too deep might hurt your muscle tissue. And there are some area if you press too hard, like use those elbow, a lot of elbow, a lot of fist, or even with certain sticks keep going on, you might hurt certain organ that goes a bit closer to the skin. Be aware, okay. So that's the first misunderstanding. Second misunderstanding is in India, I'm also hoping I could do that in the future, but I'm slowly following that. In India, 
if you go to hospital or if uh, in India, Ayurveda is in the part of the hospital system. Okay, I have to clarify that. Okay, so if you go to hospital or if you go to a good quality spa center or good quality village, um, those kind of retreat center, male client is only taken care by male therapist or body work, worker. Female client is only taken care by female um, female body worker. That's the rule in India. If you go to any small room in India on the road and then they claim that I massage you, I give you Abhyanga, I give you um, Ayurvedic massage and then but it's a guy and you're a girl. And then he said that, oh, you have to lie in there totally naked. I suggest you to reconsider it, okay, because they do have this rule in India. And then here in Norway, sadly, I'm the only one. I heard that in Drammen there seems a spa. I'm not so sure if they're still working, but I heard there's another spa in Drammen, uh, Drammen, Drammen, in the south, near Oslo area. They also over some of the, uh, they call themselves Ayurvedic spa. Maybe they have male, cli uh, male body worker there. But at least here in Trondheim, I'm the only one who is giving that. And so I sometimes have to over uh, this for male client, but I only give it partly, like not the whole body. And I only give it to people I already know them. Because I've been bothered by phone call by many strange people. Yeah. Okay. Even if I tell them it's a medical care center. It's very sad. But that's a fact. And I always think it's very sad because there must be someone offering this kind of service in the city. Otherwise, people wouldn't keep searching. So I really think only when everyone who are offering body worker, uh, body works really follow the rule to protect themselves, then at the same time when they are protecting themselves, they also protect other people in the same field. Okay. Okay, and then I already mentioned when we shouldn't give it in the beginning of this webinar. And then I want to talk about the training. Most of the people, they are very interested in working Ayurvedic way, especially if you're already a body worker, like you're already offering like, um, it's a little bit like yoga teachers. It's like, okay, for yoga teachers, usually if they teach Hatha yoga and then studying Hatha yoga is not so hard, it's not so easy for them to get enough students for life. Then, and then they find there's another yoga technique or style, which is more popular like Vinyasa, then they jump into Vinyasa. And then at the same time, they see Yin yoga is also popular, then they also do the Yin yoga training. So in the end, they offer a lot of things to, to serve different kind of students. That's not so bad, I would say. I don't say it's a bad thing. Okay. Same as in body worker field. It's like some people, they did the, for example, the Swedish massage and then, okay, seems that I'm, I have too many competitors. So I need to create, I need to go to learn some others. So they learn some others, learn some others. And then finally they found Ayurvedic massage. Okay, seems work well, seems attract people. And then you start to search for trainings in India or all around the world. And then there is always some, you know, it's the same like yoga teacher training. You can always find some easy way to do the training, like 20 hour Ayurvedic massage, masseur training online, or 
50-hour yoga teacher training online and you just watch the video. Okay, first of all, as I mentioned, it's not just about the technique. It's about the experience, especially with body worker. If you never touch any skin, if you never touch any body, any physical body, how can you know what you're doing? Okay. If you only touch one body, how can you know how to deal with other body? Okay. That's the reason. There is a reason why this kind of body workers training has long hours, long practical hours. Okay. So the trainings standardly in India is one year. On and off, but at one year. And then usually full time. Or usually it's on and off like a few days a Every, every few weeks, you need to meet up for another week, con in, um, concentrate it, and then only do this training. Okay. And then during this year, they will also learn formulation. They will also learn how to cooperate with Ayurvedic doctor or practitioner, how to read their prescription or their suggestion to do the treatment. And then they also learn how to report back to the practitioner what they found during the treatment. Yes, body worker will find out can find a lot of what they've already, what they've seen and feel during the treatment. Many people that so far contact me would like to take the Ayurvedic training. I feel very sad that they refuse or they are not, they told me I'm not interested in touching others' body. First of all, you are not in India, you don't have the level rules that your family tell you you are not allowed, okay, you don't have that. So why miss this chance? I start my career in Ayurveda from therapist. I start from touching others' body. From touching others' body, I know what's their imbalance. I know how they smell in different areas. In different areas with certain smell means there is some imbalancing going on. I sense their skin on different texts, on different feelings, roughness, colors, temperature. All those tells what's going on with this person. And also, how is their structure? I even see some scar, so the uncertain area. So I know that they have some injury, some operation before, but they didn't tell me in the, in the brief consultation before the treatment. But when I see the scar, I know something might happen there, then maybe locally I need to do something. So if you plan to work as an Ayurvedic practitioner or counselor, I really suggest you to consider if you want to work as a therapist as well, because it will teach you a lot. Okay, so in India, the therapist training is one, uh, is one year. And then in Europe and also in America, standard, standard one is about 200, uh, 250 hours. So like the one I took 30 days full-time residential, that is actually 250 hours. In, that one is in Germany. And then I know in London, there's another school over in this. Many are over in this in America. And then I'm not so sure about other places in Europe. And as I told, as I mentioned in the beginning that I'm cooperating with my school to launch their program here in Europe. So we will launch first the counselor program. And then the next one will be the Panchakarma Technician Program. So the Panchakarma Technician Program will include, uh, there will be nine days you need to go to India 
to learn the physical parts, to learn how to do Abhyanga on different situations, how to do the Pinda Svedana on different situations, and also Svedana in different situations. Yeah. And then afterwards, you are very feel free. You can almost always ask me if you could apply for a non-paid uh, internship or paid internship at my place. I mean, paid internship means you pay me the tuition fee so that I do the hand-on-one, hand-on-hand training on you as a post-training training, so that you have more clinical um, experience as well. Okay. So that is what I would like to share today about the Ayurvedic body work. I know it's a little bit. A lot of things, a lot of sunscreen names that make you confused. So just pick those parts that interest you. And then if you have any question about which treatment you should do on you or you should take, you can contact me. Sometimes if you really don't know, I also appreciate when my client contact me in advance and then tell me what's going on, what happened to them, uh, why they would like to have a, a massage or a treatment then it's easier for me to design and suggest one to them. Sometimes we might mix, and sometimes I might do just a local one and then do it a bit shorter, but more frequent, yeah. So, if you don't have any question, then this will be today's well, wrap of the day. If you have any question when you watch the recording, just leave it on this video i will reply you by hand uh, by writing or i might have another short video chat just to let you know i'm actually recently doing a lot of busy, uh, facebook chatting or i call it sangha or um this kind of webinar tour people in taiwan because i'm from taiwan so i'm used mandarin to introduce ayurveda there now um if people in norway are interested in this then we can also do that and then you can give me some request about what kind of topic you like to hear then maybe you can i can do it more often okay great thank you for your time to accompanying me for such hour and i hope you enjoy this talk or if you're watching the recording i hope you enjoy this this sharing and remember to let me know what your feedback is and if you have any question thank you very much namaste